Flush the bombers, get the subs in launch mode. We are at DEFCON 1. DEFCON 1. Cincinnati, Ohio. One more hour and I'll be home. Close my eyes and rest my bones. Can't be more than a mile or so from Cincinnati, Ohio. Cincinnati, Ohio. Eat a dick. Welcome to episode 8 of the Hunt for Reds October podcast. I'm your host, Coop. And we've got a plethora of people here to talk about the semi-gray trade. So why don't we start with Kev. Kevin, how you doing tonight? Doing great. How you guys doing? Oh, just just dandy. Uh, Borf, what's up? Hello, how's it going? Got some new blood on here. Polly. Living the life. Yourself. Living the life. That Polly G. Thank you very much for having me. Hey, no problem. We also got uh, Callie. Kelly. Hey. Great. Uh... <laughs> And then, of course, we got BRM. What are you doing? Uh, big shout out to Ram at Uncram. Follow him. Ram. Yeah, shout out to Ram. All right, so let's just jump right into the hot fucking stove. Sunny Gray is finally official and signed to a three year contract extension with a fourth year option. My personal feeling is I still didn't want to give up shit long for him, but what's done is done, so now let's move forward. Uh, Kev your thoughts uh, I was I was with you giving up a number what he's our number seven prospect yeah, it was number seven. Um, it's not the value of that it's he was behind at least three at least three players at this point so it was definitely given away from a, a point of what we had in second baseman but it I mean I'll be okay with it because I know that they immediately signed him to an extension for Basically, way under what you would pay for that kind of pitching in free agency. So, getting four years for about forty million is a really good deal. Yeah, that that, that I was surprised at how small that contract was in terms of average annual value. Uh, Borf, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I like the deal too, for the most part. Um, giving out a shed long, that's great. But I think for the return kick. Um, obviously, he didn't have a great season last year, but I think he's due for a bounce back. Um, and I, yeah, I think we got him at a good value. I think with all the options and incentives, I think it tops out right around $50 million over a possibility of five years. Um, so, yeah, I think for for as good as he's been in the past, but for last year, I think it's a it's a good move by the Reds. Uh, BRM. Yeah. Um, in terms of losing Shed Long, he's blocked by multiple players. And, you know, people talk about Senzel playing second base. Obviously, Scooter's there now. Um, you know, Alex Blandino already has some time up here, so there are other guys that can move around the infield and take that job. So I think, you know, having Shed Long get sent off to a place where he may be able to go play. He is 23. He's not like he's not like he's 19, you know. So he's never been higher than Double A. I'm not overly sad about. It. I hope he gets a chance to play wherever he goes. Um, that being said, the Sunny Gray. I mean, the big thing I like about Sunny Gray, outside of last year, and obviously as Reds fans, we're all hoping that uh, that was an outlier. His 53 and a half or 53.3% ground ball percentage is, you know, something that I'm really looking at because obviously we all know in Great American Ballpark, fly balls turn into home runs. So if you can get the ball on the ground, maybe roll some double plays, you have a chance to pitch deeper into ball games, you know, maybe save that bullpen for the next night. So you never know, um, you know, with that. But in terms of the financial value too, I'm with you, Coop. The average per year is phenomenal, uh, especially for the first three years and, you know, maybe a fourth, who knows? So, from a financial standpoint, it's good, and uh, you know, from a baseball standpoint, it's also really good. So, yeah, that's what I think. 
Polly. Sunny days are upon us. I love it. I love it. One reason only. I think it's a changing of the tide within management, within the front office. You see these moves, and it's like, I've been waiting for this to happen for years now. So whatever they want to do more, do it. I like I like the direction that everything's going in right now. Callie, you want to jump in? <laughs> um, I like that they're actually making moves at this point. I also like that we got to keep Nick Senzel and um, – uh, Tramel. I'm glad that we got to keep both of them through all this because I'm assuming that they're probably about done making moves now. But uh, I mean, I'll take them. I think it's fine. I don't really, I'm not that upset about losing Dead Long, I guess. I'm used to all of the people I like in Dreads Baseball leaving. So kind of numb to that. It's fine. <laughs> One of the concerns with uh, Sonny Gray was he was, he was, let's just face, he was not good last year. He's really only been kind of league average since. Uh, his best year, which was 2015, when he finished third in the Cy Young vote. But last year, he uh, gave up 9.5 hits per nine innings, had a whip of almost 1.5. People can talk about the the home and road splits, but Yankee Stadium plays a lot like Great American Ballpark. So does anyone have any concerns that he's not going to be able to turn it around? Start with you, Kev. Um, I'm... I know everything points to him having a bounce back season, and I think what it honestly reminds me of is whenever we traded for Bronson, who was in the, you know, the American League East, and you know, holding serve against big time teams, and the fact that he did fine in Oakland, and from what I've read. And what I've seen last year, like, I know he had a lot of walks last year, and that's going to kill any any season. And he's normally a high-control pitcher, and they had him pitching backwards, apparently, from the way that he likes to pitch. So um, I think having Derek Johnson will be a huge plus for him. And then just that and the move to the National League, that's a, a free out every nine batters. Fourth. Um, yeah, I think there's definitely some concern there. Um, and I think it's obviously even bigger risk that they sign him to a longer term contract. Um, but there's obviously something they see in, in some form of peripherals where, where they think he's got, he's got a lot of room for improvement, um, and has a chance to get back to form. Um, but obviously time will tell. Um, but, but at this point I'm confident, I'm hopeful. And the best part of the contract is it's about half the price of, uh, homers. Oh yeah. And I think that's, we're coming out ahead. Right, and I think that's the benefit, too, is that, you know, maybe years down the road, maybe he's not quite as good as you thought he would turn out to be, um, but you still don't have, you know, $60 million or $75 million hanging over your head. Yeah. Right. Uh, Polly. There's, e- the- there's easy trade value in him, too, but uh, there is concern. His road, his road numbers are good, but pitching at home is kind of a concern to me, too, but we'll see. Time will tell exactly what's going to go on. But I like his red numbers a lot. I think that speaks a lot of volume. If he can pitch away, I'll take I'll take those wins too. So uh, One more thing, not yeah, to interject, but you got to think him moving from Gary Sanchez to Tucker Barnhart is going to be huge for him. Well, that was a bit of a misnomer, though, because Gary Sanchez only caught, I think, nine of his starts. Oh, really? I can't remember the guy's name to back up was more of his personal catcher. Okay. Okay. Because uh, people used to, because there, there was concerns about that. Um, BRM thoughts. Yeah. Obviously it's concerning when you see 
you know, somebody had a year like that. But I think also, uh, you know, when it comes to this, we were running guys like Homer Bailey the last two years, you know. So I, I think every Reds fan is going to be slightly more optimistic when they see someone like Sonny Gray who, you know, was an all-star in 2015 and did finish high in that, you know, Cy Young voting. So, unfortunately, the bar was set so low that I think we're all pretty happy with almost anything. Um, but, yeah, there is reason for concern, but there's also reason to be optimistic as well. Callie, do you have any concerns about uh, how Gray was last year transitioning to this year? Uh, I mean, I kind of agree with BRM there when he says that uh, the bar has been set very low, and I'm just going to choose to be optimistic and hope that he can turn it around. Maybe a change of environment would be good for him, not being in New York. Um, so I'm just going to choose to yeah. see it as we don't have to watch Homer, mm. and uh, it's going to be a good season. Well, I mean, you think about it, with the moves the Reds have made, especially in the starting rotation, even though they haven't knocked the socks off of some fans, it's every starter they brought in as an improvement of who was going to be in that position had they not made any moves. So you're automatically improving your ball club, not to mention Yasiel Puig and Matt Kemp in the outfield. Reds also received a lefty reliever, uh, I see if I pronounce this right, Reaver San Martin. This is about his fifth organization in five years, but he he doesn't he doesn't walk anybody. That's it. I mean he can, mm-hmm. he, can def- he feels he, like, he profiles like a loogie. Yeah, a loogie, and they didn't have that in their bullpen, so right. And they had Zach Crockett looking, for like two weeks. That was like the only loogie they had last year. Yeah, oh, longer than Shed Long was a Yankee. And Wandy Peralta. Yeah. Yep, Wandy. Um, yeah, and then Shed Long was turned around and dealt to Seattle for Josh Stowers. He uh, he played at Louisville. He's, he's actually got a chance to be a big leaguer. Oh, God, yeah. But I think I think one of the main reasons that the Yankees did that flip is that uh, Shedlong would have to be added to the 40-man, and Stowers does not. Yeah, and they didn't have Odovino on the 40-man yet because of that. Right. So, they yeah, they had roster issues. Uh, and Stowers probably fits better than a middle infielder with uh, the glut of middle infielders they have. Yeah. Signing LeMahieu and Andahar and Didi and all those guys. Um, Gliber. Right, right. They have Phil Whitsky too now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Fucking Yankees. Um, so. Well, they have Phil Whitsky on league minimum deal because Blueface on the for his value. Weaver San Martin has a 1.71 career whip in four minor league seasons. That's not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. No. In fact, <laughs> in fact, last year it was, uh, is that stat right? Oh, my God. Well, don't leave us in suspense. Well, didn't he walk like four hitters? He did season? in 67 innings, yeah. yeah um, that's ridiculous. Four walks in 67 innings. His whip in double A was like .8. <laughs> well... And was he used as a league in double-A, or was he given, like, full innings? Do you know? He started all eight games he appeared oh, okay. in in a regular A-ball in double-A. Sorry, I was reading this quickly. No, he did start his only game in double-A, too. Um, okay. Yeah, he started, like, nine and appeared in th- – or started ten and appeared in 13 games last year. So I don't know what the low amount of appearances is about. But, yeah, I mean, his whip was still ridiculously low and didn't walk anyone, so – well, I mean, taking a flyer, I mean, 
Yeah, it's basically I, just a throw-in. I also saw that I think I read that Dick Williams said that that was a purely analytical move, and they didn't really do much scouting on him. If it works out, great. If not, I mean, it's a shot in the dark. Um, right. I wasn't really thrilled with giving up Shedlong and the comp pick. The comp picks can turn into really good players, i.e. Joey Votto. Um, Taylor Trammell. Right. The, they've been called different things over the years, sandwich picks, comp picks, but, yeah, Votto well, and Trammell were comp picks, basically. I my I guess my argument with that is between the other three guys you got in the Dodgers trade, Wood, um, Puig, and Kemp, I mean, you're probably not going to re-sign all three of those guys. You're probably not going to re-sign two of the three. And you'll probably right. be able to extend qualifying offers to hopefully two of the three, if not all three. So you, maybe you'll get draft picks back. Maybe right. that was their thought process. Personally, I think that the Puig is the only one who would have a chance of signing a long-term contract. I'd love to see uh, Puig in a Reds uniform for a long time. I, me too. Uh, Wood, I'm not sure. Kemp, I think they would flip him if they could right now, but I don't think that. And they also, we also know that there's money coming off the off the uh, books after this year to add to that. A so lot we can, of money. Yeah, we can easily sign them. And then, um, yeah, Puig's already a fan favorite, and you can ask people that work for the Reds um, social, and they know that Puig is very popular. And so I know they'd love to keep him because he's already a star and he hadn't even played there. Right. Well, and uh, going back to, to Callie's point earlier about not giving up Sinzel or Trammell in any of these moves so far. Or Santian. Uh, right. Yeah. Uh, basically, the your top six prospects are still in, this, in the organization, and you've improved five spots on your uh, major league roster. Mm-hmm. Are, are the Reds done? Would they consider, do you think, still going after like a Corey Kluber? Or would you want to see what you got now and then go into the season? Um, let's go around the room. Uh, start with you, Callie. Um, I don't, I'm pretty satisfied with it, honestly. I think that's a lot more than they've done in a long time. Uh, I don't know. I like it. I like it where it is. I think they're probably done. Uh, Polly. I still think there's some moving pieces that they could pick up, whether that's pitching or I think they're still uh, baiting Kemp and Scooter out there for a trade just to see what's out there, what they could get for them. I really think that's happening still. For some odd reason. Yeah. I I think that the Reds would still be in the market for a reliever as well. Yeah. Uh, I know they were linked to, uh, I can't remember his name now. Uh, was pitching with the A's. What was his name? Sean Kelly. Sean, Sean Kelly, Kelly yeah. yeah. Yeah, great great content from me there. Can't even remember the guy's name. Uh, <laughs> Borf, your Doc. thoughts on uh, the Reds done? Uh, yeah, I tend to think that they're done. Um, I think with the new staff, first-year manager, um, with the moves that they've already made, um, with having Derek Johnson in-house, I think that they're done for now, other than maybe adding some yeah, some, relief, some depth in the bullpen, um, maybe some minor league invitations, um, stuff like that. But I don't think they're going to do any more major moves um, and you know before spring training, but, but that could change, obviously. BRM. Yeah, you know, Head aside with Borf and say that they're done, but then the other part of me thinks that I can't decide what, what the bullpen's going to be. Um, that's one of the things that we have a lot of bullpen arms. I think there are certain guys that are locks for it. I also think that there are some young guys I would like to see maybe get some time in the bullpen 
as well. Um, I agree. Like a Tyler Malley, like a Sour Mata. I mean, Sal's already proven they don't do it. So um, guys like that, that maybe if they don't make the starting rotation, I'd like to see them work two innings a night, give them the sixth and seventh inning, and just get major league hitters out. So if they don't see any of those guys as that person, then maybe they sign one more, one reliever. Maybe they flip Shevler for a reliever. You know, there's there's options out there for them. Kemp, obviously, if they can, but I think Shevler has more upside. Um, so I think it just depends. Uh, if they don't have any concern about the bullpen, I think they're done. If they do, then I think they, we may see one more move. Kev. Well, I, I I know there was a quote from Dick Williams today saying that that they're still out there getting stuff, and I know I've heard from several sources that they want to get a backup center fielder defensive-wise, somebody that can play in the late inning, so we, we can assure that's going to happen, but they're also probably still talking, maybe not to a level of A.J. Pollock, but they're still seeing what's out there as far as a center fielder because I don't think they're completely settled until spring training starts and they get down. That, and I know um, money-wise, it's cheaper to get a, an elite bullpen arm than it is to get another starting pitcher, and if they had another guy that was on the level of Iglesias, then that pretty much locks down the bullpen. So I know they're looking at those two things, and I mean, I know we're all um, settled with Jose Peraza, but you you probably can't pass up a, a shortstop if you find one either. Well, hang on, we need to go back to Kevin his sources. Who are your sources? <laughs> yeah, who are your sources? I know. No, you Dick, got Williams, so- Dick Williams said it today. It was said on an article on uh, on The Athletic today. I've seen it from a couple of beat reporters saying the same thing, and I've even heard it. I listen to all those Reds podcasts that many of you guys don't listen to. I think Branch does too, so he probably heard it too. But they've said it several times that the Reds would like to have somebody that can play. They're so used to having an elite center fielder. Defensively, they'd like a defensive replacement if they're not going in with the full-time guy like A.J. Pollock. Right, we should all, trade for Billy is, Hamilton. This is, yeah. <laughs> what is this your is, favorite this, Reds podcast? Yeah, this is your Reds podcast. Yeah, this, 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 is, my this is the only Reds podcast that matters. No, I wasn't yeah. aware that another well, one That is true. <laughs> hey, those sons of bitches don't have you on. We do. No, they don't. But I run, and I need to listen to a lot of stuff. So you run, unless and you fuck. Unless you get released, like... Like five or six hours a week, I okay, need well, to fill those other stuff. That's true. You do run 15 hours a day. Yeah. So. Uh, and then he spends the other nine <laughs> having sex. Pretty much. Hanging can, out with his 26 kids. Yeah, he's got 43 kids. Kevin. <laughs> 65 <laughs> kids. It's gone up 20 the last 10 seconds. That happens every no. podcast. There are other Reds podcasts out there. Obviously, the Red Leg Nation podcast is my favorite. That's not our podcast. Uh, shout out to Chad and Doug. Doug. And, uh, Doug's the uh, best. Jason. Doug, do, Doug, Doug. They do real well. Uh, if you're listening and uh, you want to send a shout out to Chad, just ask him about uh, UMBC. He likes that. <laughs> uh, ask him about Hunter, the- Ask him about Hunter Green. Yeah, and Hunter Green. Hunter Green's a big fan of Chad's. And the Locked On Reds podcast is pretty good. Uh, Shout out to them. Uh, The Reds Beat podcast has John Fay. Don't listen to that. That's terrible. Yeah. Oh, my God. No, no, no. No, if you want to laugh, go back and listen to their podcast all offseason. They predicted we wouldn't do anything at all except for a trade for some middling player, and that's it. 
begging her to pick anything. I they kept bet, saying over and over. I would bet money that John Bay has a picture on his on his Facebook account of him thumbs up in front of the P-Rose statue. Probably. Thumbs up. All right, uh, why don't we uh, switch some gears in some uh, listener questions, what do you say? Ooh. Woo. Ooh. At Woo the Reds. Does Todd have a job yet? <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Yeah, Kev is our source for Todd because Todd's hit some hit some rough times on the Twitterverse. Uh, Shout out, Todd. Hi, Shout Todd. Shout out to Todd. Todd. Shout out, Todd. Hey, Todd. Hi, Todd. He's probably high right now. Listen uh, to jazz. <laughs> uh, so, Todd. Yeah. Oh, my God. So next, oh, fuck. So, our next question comes from a pathetic Reds fan, which happens to be Kev. Wait, that's not Todd? <laughs> it, it fits, but no, uh, I'm John. This, I'm John Heyman. Why is this? Yeah, why is this team so color centric? So we've well, traded for Sunny Gray and yeah, Panther Green, and our team is the Reds. Green. And, we used to have by yeah. the blue, right? Well, I mean that was the '70s. But still. Or was it the '60s? Maybe we should, you know, hire Bud Black as, like, a special assistant. There right. you go. See, now you're thinking. Fuck Mike Brown. Yes. Uh, See, there. It's you like can work at the thing. hot dog stand. <laughs> the dollar one. The dollar hot dog stand. That's all he gets. <laughs> the ones that look like they're green. Yeah. Pretty much. I still eat them. They look just, they look just like his dick. Ooh. Ooh. I don't want to think about Mike Brown's dog. Why not? Uh, Gross. Next question. Next question we kind of already answered, but uh, Roger Fletcher at Roger Fletcher 77. Do you think the Reds are done, and is this what they're calling getting the pitching? I think we can officially say the Reds got the pitching. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they got the pitching. Yeah, they didn't um, lie this time. Yeah, yeah. I think hashtag got the pitching. Got the pitching. Um. This is a good question. This this comes from an old uh, Red Reporter guy, Joshua Rutherford, at JoshuaR9476 on Twitter. Who is your favorite former Red that is still playing in Major League Baseball? Mm. He, his, is, his is Jay Bruce, but... Uh, mm. Edwin Encarnacion, hands down. Yeah. For me, it's Johnny Cueto. Johnny Cueto. Yeah. Also Johnny Cueto. Yeah. It's a good his his Instagram account of just you know him riding a horse and he's just having a good boots. time all the time. Nobody ever talks about the fact that Edinson Volquez threw a no hitter one time too. Can we acknowledge that? Like that's awesome. That is pretty cool. He didn't do it. Homer Bailey threw two no hitters. Yeah. Yeah, but Homer Bailey yeah. also is a piece of shit. At least Edwin <laughs> Edison Volquez is cool. Fair. Um, trying to think. Um, does Paul Yonish still play? No, he actually officially he officially retired last season or oh, the season before. Yeah, I think he's coaching like college baseball now, but I could be wrong. What about? Yeah, yeah. you're right. Paul Young like he might be my favorite. My other yeah. would be Johnny Gomes, but does he still play? I think he played no, in Japan. He's that guy like no, he's, probably chews tobacco. He's and coaching about. now. Someone no, Johnny Gomes is now an outfield coach. <laughs> is he really? Good I always like Johnny Gomes. 
Speaking speaking of Japan or is it Korea? I can't remember. Uh, Vladimir Ballantin is still playing and is hitting like fifty homers. A yeah, he's hitting like forty six homers for like the swallows or whatever they are. An obvious name that's also a bird. Is that your favorite? Is that your favorite team over there, BRM? Uh, yeah, because their mascot is Todd's wife. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> hey Todd. Hi yeah, Todd. Todd. R. I. P. Tom. Moving on, moving on to the next question, uh, from obscure former Reds at obscure X Reds. Who's the next center field target? Uh, he says he thinks Pollock is off the table based on Dick's radio comments. Uh, they've also been linked to Ender Inciarte. Since Kev's got the 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 sources, Kev, who's the next center field target? King Griffey Jr. Shh. What the fuck? <laughs> no, it's probably if we're not getting if we're getting anything more than a backup, it's probably somebody we don't even think that's available right now. I personally think that. Uh... But even then, I just passed into our our group chat um, as of an hour or so ago. We, the Reds were still in the real Muto dealings. They hadn't pulled out of that. Uh, well, you haven't pulled out of anything, so. Boom! <laughs> so I, I should know. Uh, God damn it! <laughs> God damn it! Sorry, Kev. Um, love you, Coop. I love you, Kev. Um, personally, I don't. I don't think the Reds go after another center fielder. I don't. I don't think Pollock. I don't think they would spend the money on him, uh, especially with Tremel. Hopefully in 2020 being ready to take over. Um, I don't, oh, yeah. They might they might sign, uh, you know, a fifth outfielder type, but uh, I would rock with uh, Puig and Shebler in center. Yeah. Those thoughts. Yeah. I, I agree. I, I think they stay in-house and, and wait for wait for Tramiel to be ready. Yeah. What My, my thing about the outfield is no matter what, Puig and Winker need about 600 at-bats apiece and everybody else can fight for the rest. I agree. I agree. So with, I mean, um, with the Reds being as aggressive as they have been, are they maybe going to get away from thought process of you know delaying their their top prospects' chances to come up to the major leagues, or if Tramiel happens to be ready by the end of 2019, do they give him a shot? I think they do, uh, because I mean, if, at the very least, Kemp's going to be gone next year. Uh, Puig is a good possibility of not resigning. So then you would have Shebler and Winker, basically, and you would need Trammell or if Sinzel is going to play center. Yeah. Uh, I just know that I want Nick Sinzel to get, get 500-plus at-bats, Jesse Winker to get 500-plus at-bats, Yasiel Puig, I want him to start every day, and then everything else will just sort itself out, I guess. Sounds about right. Yeah, we really need right. to trade Scooter. Well, and, I mean... If the Reds aren't done, maybe that's a possibility of trading him for for a reliever or something. All of these kids need to get a cup of coffee before, you know, it is less pressure to start playing in mid-September when everybody's mm-hmm. watching football and keeping tabs on the front right. score than it is to have you come up in April when everybody's watching you. And right. I think the prime example of that is Amir Garrett. He was a stud out of the gate, and then he broke down twice in his rookie season. I wanted him to get a taste in September. Maybe he would have eased off a little bit and just, you know, been more natural in his pitching motion, more natural in the flow of the game, 
than him trying to force it, which I think he did a little bit his rookie year, and then obviously he's gotten better since. So, yeah, because didn't he? Just, just my opinion. Didn't he make the team out of spring training? Yeah. He did. Yeah. yeah. Or he so started there was a couple no games. Period. He no. Was probably, yeah, he's, wasn't it? He started yeah. a couple games and they sent him to Louisville to try to try to mess with the service time. And, and he by the time never, he came back, he yeah, was yeah. done. Yeah, and then he just, you know, fucked with him. So. That's why I think Sinzel's going to start in Louisville. Which is fine. The first two weeks. That's fine. Just, to, just as a service time thing. I mean, they'll come up with some kind of bullshit excuse, but it's going to be a service time thing, so he's not super well, Which I think at this point, it's, like, it's only a few weeks they got to delay it, right? Yeah, I think it's only yeah. two weeks. Yeah, it's basically, it's like 12 days or something. Right. Then you can also look at it as if he hits 400 in spring training and then bring him up, it doesn't really matter because if he's if he's half as good as we all think he's going to be, they're going to extend him way before his six years is up. Hopefully. True. Here comes Bill Goslin. Oh, God. That's my favorite. Uh, uh, Cliff Pennington looks like Gerard Butler. People forget that. <laughs> so, obscure former Reds has another question. Will the Reds win 116 games or 125? Um, I would put them at about 85 wins today. And fighting for a playoff spot. What are your all's thoughts? I would say between 80 and 85. Yeah. If uh, if Sinzel gets 500 at bats and Puig gets 500 at bats and Winker gets 500 at bats, I could say see more than 85. If we get any pitching health, like like we we know people keep forgetting we got Roark and based on Roark's numbers, he looks like he's gonna really really be a a good addition, and I know we went from five number seven starters to, what, three number threes and a possible number two, <laughs> so it could it could very easily be 80, 85 wins in my opinion. I want them to start Luis Castillo on opening day. They should, but they won't. I was going to starter as of now. Luis Castillo, because you got to give the Reds fans a taste of the future. I don't care if he goes four innings. I, I really it's probably, but it's probably Sonny Gray. It's I'm probably Sonny Gray. Gray. Yeah, they're gonna make it Sonny Gray, and it's gonna put all the pressure on him. When in reality, they could just they could just have Luis Castillo go out there and throw on opening day and go, "This is the future," and then this is what's gonna get you to the playoffs if you get there. Callie, who starts opening day? <laughs> probably Sonny Gray. <laughs> um. I think it'll be Sonny Gray. Uh, I agree, though, about Luis Castillo. He's probably got the best stuff in the rotation. He's terrible in the cold uh, weather, though. He's been terrible right. in cold weather, you know, the whole time. So that all that could be a deterrent for them. Right. But it's going to be cold the first month yep. anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it's going to snow. So it better not snow on opening day. It better not snow. Oh, like we're not all going to black out anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so... I thought of a new segment that we're going to try now. Um, not only do I have my amazing content on my Twitter account and uh, host a podcast, but I also have another Twitter account called Today in Red's Facebook. Basically what I do there is I go through Facebook, look for the just the absolute dumbest comments you can find, and uh, post them for everyone to see because really who's on Facebook anymore anyway? Old people. So, my stepmom. A lot of old people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, family. <laughs> Uh, there might be some more to that but we might want to just pass over that Um, 
So I haven't even looked at this post yet. 14 minutes ago, well, 15 minutes ago, the Reds posted something about Sonny Gray. Uh, it's a, kind of like a welcome to Sonny Gray. And uh, I just want to see, um, well, there's really nothing good in this one. Wow, way to, oh, Greg's way to already my down hopes on and dreams. No, oh, please, go back to the post from this morning. Greg's mad about it. Greg. Which post is that? Oh, here's a Puig. Here's a Yasiel Puig one. And uh, we all know how some people feel about Yasiel Puig. All right. Randall Bolton about Yasiel Puig says, seventh best right fielder. Unfortunately, he possesses the single worst work ethic in Major League Baseball. Trade him now. <laughs> how, would he, how would he know that? That guy definitely scouts all the way down to training camp and then spring training and the Arizona Fall League. He fucking knows. That guy's an idiot. People hate Puig. I mean, there's a there's a reason why. And Old people hate Puig because they grew up and nobody bat flipped. Nobody was oh. fun. Hey, hey, uh, Coop, did you clip on? Did you click on his name? See where he's from? Oh yeah. Let's see here. Randall <clears throat> Bolton. Guess the town. Oh, he's from Louisville. How about that? <laughs> Imagine that. Shout out, Jer. Yeah, shout out to Jer. Um, so who's breathing heavily into the Paulie into the microphone? That is not me. What are you talking That's about? A, it's <laughs> Paulie, dude. He's been breathing heavy the whole time. <laughs> no, I am not. Paul, Paulie's been getting a blowjob the entire podcast. Wait, hold on. I, I got another good comment here. Think they think if they get a good center fielder, maybe real Muto and an ace. <laughs> He's a catcher. <laughs> Hey, Johnny Bench played five games at center field his rookie year. Anything can happen. Nice grace. Out of touch. Nate said, nice grace signing. Now go get another for India or Garrett. Yeah, for India. Trade India for another gray? I don't know. Oh, we got some more uh, sunny gray trade reaction. Colt Lewis says, I don't like this trade. The Reds have had their home. The Reds have their new Homer Bailey. I would have traded Sinzel for Kluber, but not this trade. Yeah, because if the Reds would have been able to trade Sinzel for Kluber, guess what? It would have fucking happened by now. Oh, yeah. Because the Indians want more. And, you know, two-time Cy Young winner, of course. I would want more, too. I would ask for Senzel and Trammell the whole time and not move. Um... Yankees fans saying condolences on picking up Sonny Gray. Oh, here's the best one. Here's a good one. Sonny lives in my neighborhood and hands out candy at Halloween. Zach Cozart <laughs> used to live here, and he did not hand out candy. candy. <laughs> Sonny is greater than Zach. <laughs> wow. That, you know what? I don't miss Facebook. Who's in Wow. I just want to comment and be like, do you scout most of their houses on Halloween? Yes. What kind of candy is it? Uh, didn't say. Full-size Snickers. With razor blades then I oh, don't yeah. believe them. Yeah, I need more details. Yeah, I need to know more about the candy or I don't believe you. Where do you live? What's your so, address? <laughs> Jesus. <God>. Wow. <laughs> kill, kill, kill. Andrew Warden says he likes Shed, but he would never made an impact in the major in the major league. <laughs> well, yeah, he, he wasn't even born for that movie. <laughs> wow. Did he audition? Or? Right. Hey, scroll down to Justin's comment. 
If we get Dallas Keiko, I'll run around the block with a donut on my ding dong. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> that's on Facebook? Yes. Oh, man, I really hope we get Dallas Keiko now. At Lisa Braun, what are you doing? <clears throat> Hold on, I'll put it in chat. Somebody oh, has to trade their, chat, their cat now. Shedrick Longhair Cat. I'll get another cat. Halloween candy one. Lives next door to me. Kicked the cat out. The old lady across the street won't take it in, but has like a shelter built for it with a heating blanket and, keep, and like a bowl that keeps the uh, water warm too. It's crazy. Oh my god. That cop's a dick, <clears throat> first off, and I will totally take the cat. You know? Yeah. She should come down this week and just get it. Okay. Man, if only we knew a pilot that could get you there really quickly. That's true. <laughs> I'd we rather cut that out. I'd rather start up those old uh, Chevro legs. There's no way. Way. Oh, I finally found Justin Wager's uh, ding dong comment. <laughs> it's there. <laughs> yeah, Lisa. Shout out to Lisa. <clears throat> I guess because I haven't tweeted it, they haven't deleted it. I mean, if you actually make the trade, I want everybody to comment on his posts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I don't think I've left a Facebook comment since, like, 2013. Perfect. Matthew Matthew Lee says that he likes Suarez, though he's not on the Sindel train yet. <laughs> he's got to prove he belongs in the MLB. By sitting in Triple A. Right. Oh, wait. Hold on. Tom Waiters. Love love the Coach Potato Critics. Not Couch. Coach Potato <laughs> Critics. Uh, tongue, he says tongue-in-cheek, but he spelled Couch wrong. <laughs> look at, the, um, look at the, the hug, the post about hugs this morning. It's only got 15 comments, but it's got one about diarrhea. And, <laughs> and I think... Just read it. You'll see what I'm talking about. Oh, Dennis Weber? Yeah. I'm sorry, but the first picture has me dying. When you're sliding into first and you feel a sudden burst. Diarrhea. <laughs> Diarrhea. It's because, it's because he's got a, a, a dirt stain on his pants from sliding. <laughs> who, is this, who is this mystery person sliding into first base? Oh, I don't know. I'm done. I was. I could have sworn it was Joe Paterno. So, oh my. Um, I think they turned the comments off on the Martin Luther King post. Yeah, probably, probably smart. Yeah, it only has although, four. Although one did sneak through from uh, Dave Yoakum. I agree, man. But we'll always kill each other. It's been going on since time. It will never end. You got too many haters. That and guy he has, is he has very no punctuation. sad and lonely. <laughs> haters. 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 Oh, this guy is somebody that I refuse to put on uh, Twitter, William Holt, because he's always negative. He says, no one Kluber. He's a choker in big games. He's got two Cy Youngs. Isn't he the guy that called out uh, the former pro? Called out what? Ty Klein. Yeah, Ty Klein. It might have been him, or there's another one that I never uh, post any of his stuff anymore because he all he does is bash Vado for no good reason. 
because of oh, the money yeah. he makes. Looks yeah, like we found Wu's account. John John Davis says, trade him now. Don't ruin another player in your system. Yeah. That's about Sonny Gray. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> wow. Hot take. All right. <laughs> Just get rid of him. Shed long his ass. He's, yeah. He hasn't done anything good for us at all. Wait. This is, this is a comment on the uh, on the uh, Sunny Gray post. This is from Dale Gray. Where are you from? How old are you? <laughs> oh. Oh. talking to? ASL. No. ASL. I'm taking a screenshot of that one right now. I'm going to put that one on the, uh, the old uh, Twitter. They have an AOL. That, that's an AOL account right You now. might want to send that one to the police, too. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Dateline. Yeah, I'm posting that now. That one is too good to pass up. Tag Dateline. Wow. Can we get this podcast sponsored by Dateline and get it on an episode of Dateline? Ooh. That, that's going to be you, Callie. Well, somebody's going to have to die for that to happen. All right. I'm in. So who's willing to die to, for the podcast? Oh, man. I got to feed my kids. That's true. I've got kids, too. Let's sacrifice Todd somehow. That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> let's do Todd. Uh, let's do Todd. Things his wife doesn't say. <laughs> oh, my God. Hey, Todd. Shout out to Todd. Oh, um, man. Poor Todd. So that'll end our uh, Today in Red's Facebook segment. Hell of a segment, dude. Hell of a segment. Yeah, I like that one. So I'm down. not kidding. I like that one. Deep down on that one, there's there's some old Sandy is uh is really upset that Riggleman was not given a one year contract. We're still on Riggleman. Yes. Rim, rim, rim job jiggle tits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the best is when there's a Pete Rose post. <sighs> Those are the absolute best. I mean, you will laugh for days. Those are definitely entertaining. When, Pete played like, the game the right way. <laughs> if you uh, if you look at my uh, Today in Red's Facebook account, the pinned tweet is from a uh, Pete Rose post. Let me read that oh, for people who God. may not know. Yeah, that's, that one's rich. So my pinned tweet has two comments in it. The first one says, I wish Pete could have used drugs or steroids or maybe beat a wife or two or even weapons charges just so he could be elected to the MLB Hall of Fame. <laughs> oh, but the second one's even better. The second one says, if he was a Muslim terrorist, he'd be a shooter. <laughs> Coop, Coop, my favorite one is still the one about, you're not even faithful to your wife. <laughs> that was my favorite oh, yeah. one of all time. That one was good. Oh, oh fuck. That was that was from a post from uh, June of 2016. So if you get bored, that was basically just, Coop's birthday. Yeah, if you get bored, just go uh, through. Uh, it's at today in Red's FB. Uh, not to give myself a shout out or anything. Shout like out that. to today in Red's Facebook. I had no idea that it was did. you. I'm. Yeah, that's me. Wow. I mean, it says tweets by BT Coop 71 right there okay, in the. I never uh, saw <laughs> No, it's fine. Um, yeah, that's me. So, Coop has at least 
30 accounts. No, I've only got the... I've got the three, and then the one that'll name remain nameless. <laughs> that's my uh, favorite one. <laughs> yeah. Is it a red fan? No, that's not. Me. That's an that's an elite burner, Coop. Elite burner. Wait, so which are the which are the three? So the BT Coop seven one, the Today in Reds Facebook, and then the Hunt for Reds October. Okay. Yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Hit me, Coop. And then uh, the fourth one. Which, like I said, I remain nameless. That's just for friends and family. <laughs> the family, the family. <laughs> it's it's very family right. oriented. So. Well, so it's in its like third iteration. The first one got um, suspended from Twitter, and. Uh, <laughs> hey Coop, I appreciate you uh, tagging the FBI in that tweet. <laughs> yeah. I tagged the FBI on that guy asking about how old this person was. Classic. So that so that'll about wrap up this episode. Uh why don't we go around the uh room the I guess virtual room here and uh everybody give their final thoughts. We'll start with you, Callie. <laughs> Can we start with someone else? <laughs> please, please start with someone else. Did you ever eat that double fudge uh, brownie thing that you bought? Yeah, I did. <laughs> yeah. What did I even buy this? I'm not going to eat it. No, I didn't say I wasn't going to eat it. I just, I don't know. I got really nervous because I, I don't know. I felt we were just buying cat food. So I bought like a fuckload of snacks. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't know. I thought the person that UDF was going to judge me for just buying cat food so I bought snacks. I mean, I feel we're just buying tampons, but I still do it. <laughs> Boom. Paulie, we didn't know you used tampons. Oh, come on. Man, man pod, after he eats a Skyline. <laughs> no, I'm not. To the mansplainer. Not a Skyline fan. Let's get that yeah. straight. I love Skyline, though. Skyline's Shout amazing. out Skyline. Sponsor us. Shut up. Shout out to Sky, at Skyline Chili. Um, send me some cash or something. Sponsor the podcast. Sponsor the podcast. It could be the Skyline Chili Hunt for Red October podcast. Oh, God. It sounds so good. Uh, Kev, final thoughts? Uh, it's been a really fun off season, And even if nothing else happens, I'm having a lot of fun and I'm really excited. More, that's all that matters is that everybody has a good time. Pretty uh, much. That, just everybody should have a good time. Can't spell uh, baseball without fun. <laughs> <laughs> You're good at Polly. that English. Three things. We oh, kept the top five. Sunny days are upon us. And it's going to be a good year. 85 wins. Yeah. I agree with you, Keep Earlier you said 85 wins. 85 wins, yeah. I agree with. And, and in the playoff hunt, too. Burmy. All right. 2016. Before, right before he was traded, I started the hashtag Jay for Jay because everybody loves Jay Bruce. Now we're all going to be gay for gray. Hashtag gay for gray. Sunny days. It's always sunny in Cincinnati. Borf. Uh, yeah, in honor of the uh, Reds making a transaction today, um, on this date in Reds transactions history, um, in 1998, the Reds signed Pete Harnish, if you remember him. Mm. Whoa. And then in 2003, they signed Pete Harnish again. 
<laughs> on the uh, same day. And then in, in 2015, they made a big splash in free agency and brought in Jason Marquis. <laughs> we got him. He chose us. And uh, last, last question is how many days do we have until pitchers and catchers report? 66. No, I think oh, that's still uh, up to Oh, that's every day. Pitchers and catchers got here like 20. It's it's getting low. Getting low. It's in February. That's all I know. It's usually around um, like Valentine's Day, so it's under it's under thirty days for sure. Yeah, I think it's like the twelfth or thirteenth or something, isn't it? That sounds about right. I know. It's oh yeah, it's the twelfth because it's my birthday. That's right. Oh, all right. <sighs> so we'll oh, this up. All right. So for. Borf and BRM and Kev and Polly and Callie. This is Coop saying we'll talk to you next time.